the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at PastorScott at KKLA.com. Or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. And now, here's Pastor Scott. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Friday, Labor Day weekend. Great to be with you today. We are together each and every day from 3 to 5. You know, one of the things that I think is most exciting that I think God is doing something new. We've seen that a lot this year in the way that the gospel message is getting out is through movies and very well-crafted and well-done Christian movies. There's a movie coming out called I Can. It comes out September 22nd, and I want to talk to you about that today. It ha- It's a story of a young woman named Caitlin Pavey, who's an All-American softball player, but she was born missing a significant portion of her left arm. But she went on to receive a full scholarship at Kentucky Christian University, where she studied leadership, and uh, it's a great story. I'm going to play a trailer for you right now. I think I found the best play I've seen in a long time. Wait, is this the girl with one arm? We did not bring her into this world the right way. She shouldn't come out the right way. Let's call it what it was, an affair. You have an incredible gift from God. You think God is punishing you for what we did through our daughter's arm? People already look at me differently. Why didn't God stop that? I know lately it feels like you've been on the losing streak. Maybe all of us, huh? You can't keep living your life like God is punishing you. You carry so much burden on your shoulders that you clearly can't handle. Look around and see how much God, he's blessed you. God don't make mistakes. He's got a plan in all of this. He always does. The movie's called I Can. It comes out September 22nd. And with me to talk about it is the director of I Can, Taylor Sansom. And uh, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show, Taylor. Hey, thanks for having me. I can't quite hear you, Taylor. Can we uh, try that again? All right, now I can can hear you. Yep, I can hear you now. All right, welcome once again to the Pastor Scott Show. Great to have you with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Hey, I want to talk about this movie, but also the the Christian uh, purpose to it and how this movie is also going to go to support uh, kids who are uh, suffering in all kinds of different ways, not necessarily suffering, but foster kids and orphan kids, kids with disabilities, special needs. And, uh, you know, this is something that I think with Christian films today, not only are we able to share the gospel or even deal with the real stories that people go through, but also help people. So I want to talk about that with you today. Um, and thanks for coming on. So tell us about I Can and the story and uh, how you got involved with this. Yep. So the story from the movie I Can is based around a family from the church that I am a pastor at. And uh, one of the, the the parts of the ministry that we do with film is that we like to tell stories of redemption from within our own congregation. Hmm. Um, we're a small town in southern Indiana, but God's doing some really cool stuff. And so we wanted to uh, to share that with the world. And uh, one of these families is named the Pavies. And they just happened to have a girl with one arm who became an all-American college softball player um, who 
was a tremendous athlete. But beyond that, um, it's a story of redemption because they had her out of wedlock. Yeah, so the, the story was, isn't just about softball. It uh, is about the parents, and uh, they wrestled with things that, that people wrestle with. Yeah, yeah, they uh, they had to overcome uh, through the grace of Christ the uh, the past shame that they felt from this adulterous relationship that they were in. Um, and they believed, I think, for a long time that their sins caused their daughter to have one arm. And uh, the story that we tell is how God is not vindictive like that. In mm-hmm. fact, he took their, their biggest sin um, in their past, their biggest mistake, and he used it to make uh, the biggest blessing that they've ever had. And that whole family has now turned their entire life over to Christ, which is amazing. It's a true story. And, you know, I think that that's something that people, I think even people who aren't Christian, when they go through something, they have some kind of trial or something doesn't go the way that they want, they wonder if God's punishing them. That's the thought mm-hmm. that goes through their mind. And you yeah, deal with that yeah. a lot as a pastor. I know that because people uh, deal with that. I wonder that sometimes, you know, hey, did I, you know, what's going on yeah. here? Yeah, you may not have a daughter that has one arm, but every everybody has something from their past that they regret or uh, they feel shame and guilt over. And uh, we know from God's word that there's not any condemnation uh, once you're within Christ. And so uh, that's that's a message that I think our world really needs to hear right now. Yeah. This young woman's name is Caitlin Pavey. Real true story. And, uh, you know, how does she feel about uh, having her her story turned into a film? I mean, this is you guys are tight knit community and now you're going to have a film come out everywhere, hopefully, and uh, tell her story. That's a big deal. Uh, she told us no three times before she, she agreed. <laughs> I think I think she's uh, yeah. she and her whole family have uh, are really excited about it. Uh, it's it's a nerve wracking thing to have your biggest sin uh, on a forty foot screen in oh theaters all over the country. Right. Uh, so I don't know how they process that mentally, but they got to a point where they said, if one person's life is changed for all of eternity, this will be worth it. Yeah. And I think that's that's a powerful statement. And, you know, I think that's going to happen. I think that they will be, it'll be weird, right? But at the same time, they're going to be blessed for telling their story. Our stories matter, don't they? Yep, very much so. Uh, That's about the most powerful thing that we have is our story pointing others to the ultimate story, which is is Christ. That's right. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show. My guest is Tyler Sansom. He's the director of the new movie, I Can. comes out September 22nd. And, uh, you know, Tyler, as uh, this movie's coming out, it's part of... What I think in many ways might be the year of Christian movies, where Christian movies this year are doing so much more, or not necessarily Christian, but movies with a—some are Christian, some are just movies with a very strong uh, moral or family point that have been doing well, but they're also well-made, and uh, people are flocking to see them. How do you feel God is using this? You've you've made some other films before in this vein. Do you feel like this is something that is going to grow, that God is going to use more and more often? Yeah, I, the the best phrase I've heard is that God's changing people through the airwaves. Um, mm. And I, I think that's accurate. Um, I think, especially post-COVID, we've got a culture that's starving for some kind of hope. Yeah, And even if they don't know what that hope is, they're finding it. Um, in the the places that they never found it before, which right now are within movies. And fortunately, we know that hope only comes from Christ. So we're, we have an opportunity to, to really blow things wide open evangelistically, I think, uh, through using media. Yeah, we do. I think God, uh, he, you know, the way that the Lord works is whatever the media is or mode of communication of the day, God uses that. 
And, you know, we're living in a culture, you see this in your ministry, where I do think people are, you said starving, you know, for hope. You know, when you're starving, you you have to focus on what's actually true, what's actually going to help you. And maybe we're living in a time with all this chaos and this generation's going to go, something is wrong, we need to fix it. And they're going to go to Christ. And I think that's why it's so powerful to tell these stories, especially true ones, because people can argue with a lot of stuff, but it's really hard to argue with a changed life. Uh, When somebody can say, I was one way, Christ entered the picture, and now I'm a totally different way, and the only explanation is Christ, it's hard to argue that. And that's the stories that we're telling. Yeah, that's very, very powerful. So there's another thing that people are able to do now because of technology and the way we're connected through social media and things, and that is to take a movie like this and also leverage it to help people. So, you know, if your movie's profitable, there's going to be, there could be a lot of money. You know, some of these movies, Sound of Freedom made, I don't know, a hundred times more money than they thought they were going to make or something. Yeah. Right. You never know. And it's not a, it's not about that for the Christian filmmaker, but it's about, well, what do we do if people are brought to the story and you have a way where you're helping people, you're helping other kids through this movie? Yeah, something that we were very, very passionate about when uh, starting this endeavor was we wanted this to be a ministry first and foremost, not a money-making scheme, anything like that. And uh, as you said, it's it's really easy to make money um, if you have a successful film. Uh, it's not easy to make a successful film, but once it gets rolling, there's a lot of money that comes in. But with that, um, the danger of serving two masters mm. becomes really relevant. That's so true. So, uh, our team made a decision um, from from my my production team side that we're going to give away a hundred percent of our profits. We we're going to we're not going to give an option for us to serve two masters. We serve only one, and so we wanted to help people that need to overcome. That's what the story is about. And so we targeted uh, kids in the foster care, kids in uh, disability homes, uh, people that have been told their whole life that they can't. We want, uh, we want to let them see this film for free. Um, you can pay it forward and, uh, buy tickets and those go a hundred percent to those kids. And then anything that comes back from our end, we're giving that money away, uh, to Christian organizations that help kids all over the country. So let's talk about how that's going to work. So you, that's an amazing thing that you, and you're so right about not serving two masters, right? You can imagine the temptation there, but to make that decision to say that the profits are going to go to help kids, what kind of organizations are you going to connect with? How do we, how is this going to work? Yeah. Um, right now we're working with an organization called Christian Alliance for Orphans. Um, we're actually working with our local chapter, um, that they're the point people. Uh, so orphan Alliance, um, but Christian Alliance for Orphans is the, the major organization. Um, but we're also even partnering with organizations like boys and girls club, which is not strictly Christian, but Mm -hmm. it's helping us get tickets into the hands of kids who needs to hear this message. Right. Um, and beyond that, uh, sky's the limit. Uh, if a lot of money comes in, uh, we're prayerfully considering all kinds of organizations to be able to help with that money. I think that is fantastic. The um, Let's talk about how people can help with that. So there's something that we have seen that's new. It's the idea of paying it forward. And not only do you want to help serve kids you know, financially, but you want to help them in their heart. And that's mm-hmm. something that uh, I'm excited about for this movie, too, and what you're doing is that these kids who might be in the foster system or they might have other disabilities, they're going to be inspired by this movie and this young woman's um, – her 
her ability to overcome. If you just joined us, there's a new movie coming out. It's called I Can. It comes out September 22nd, and uh, it's about a uh, all-American softball player who was born missing a significant portion of her left arm. Her name is Caitlin Pavey, and this this movie is her story. It's called I Can, and you're going to be able to communicate to a lot of people that you can too. Absolutely. Um, the the main message of this is with God you can. That's um, right. You, and it's not just about one arm. I mean, you can overcome any circumstances thrown at you because you now have the hope of Christ. We want kids all over the country to hear that message. Yeah. So how do people, uh, you mentioned the pay it forward. So this idea is that you can buy tickets for other people. How does that work? Yeah. If you go to our website, which is ICANMovie.info, uh, there's a tab that says pay it forward. And you can donate the cost of a ticket or a hundred tickets or a thousand tickets. Um, and it's through an organization called the National Christian Foundation. Um, it's a very trusted nonprofit um, financial organization that puts that money into a fund. And then we're working with Boys and Girls Club and Christian Alliance for Orphans um, and other organizations like that to get those tickets directly into the hands of the foster parents and the kids and the group homes and all of that. And I would love to see thousands of kids uh, go to a movie theater, get some popcorn and hear about Jesus in a fresh way that impacts their lives forever. That is a, that's such a great idea. And you know, going to the movies now is expensive. It's very expensive. And uh, you yep. know, if you've got kids or if you don't have a lot of money, it's a, it's a major deal going to the movies, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. My my wife and I we adopted a teenager um, about five years ago. Um, I'm a thirty year old thirty year old grandpa, so that's it's a unique oh, no story. Kidding. Um, but my daughter, when I told her we were going to do this, uh, she was in the foster care system for seven seventeen homes before she got to us, and she never got to go to the movies. Uh, when she was in group homes, they didn't do anything like this. And uh, her exact words were, uh, "If I had heard of Caitlin's story, it would have given me a lot of hope." And I hope that's what happens to kids all over the country. That is a, that's a powerful testimonial right there. I think that um, there's so much there. It is fun to go to the movies, right? I, I don't know if that's going to last uh, in some respect, but then I see what you're doing and think, you know what? God might just use the movies for this, you know, moving forward in, in many more ways. You know, as a pastor, you uh, you have a lot of stories in your your church, and, you know, every church has got stories to tell. Why do you think people are afraid to tell their story sometimes? Yeah, I, th- I think people um, are more concerned with the public reaction to the negative part of the story, like the before Christ part of the story. Right. Um, and I, I think that, that the, it creates some anxiety, um, maybe some hesitancy to share it. Um, but really, the, the hinge point is if one person's helped because of this, like if you show up one day in eternity and someone comes and taps you on the shoulder and says, I saw your story hmm. on screen, and that's why I'm here. I, I can't think of uh, another reason why you wouldn't tell your story besides that question. If right. it helps one person, is it worth it? It makes it totally worth it. And, and you know, most of us are not going to have movies made about us, right? We're not going to have to have that tension of, oh, our life's up on a screen. But our story is going to impact the people around us. I think God puts people around us specifically who need to hear our story that is unique to us, we think, but not really, because it's also something someone else needs to hear. Do you experience that a lot as pastor? Yeah, one of the things that I tell my congregation a lot is that God will take something from your past, and once it's redeemed, He will use that in your future. So if you used to be like an alcoholic, 
uh, well, maybe uh, in the future after Christ has redeemed you and transformed you, maybe you can relate to alcoholics that are currently struggling better. Mm, that's uh, right. So he will often take, um, take your past and use it in your future. And uh, your future after Christ kind of becomes a blank page for him to, to draw this amazing ministry. But usually what he draws is things from your past that's now redeemed in the future. That is something I think that people, when they experience that, when they get over the nerves of, of sharing their story or, you know, talking about your sin, we don't like that part of our life. You know, we wish God mm-hmm. didn't know our sin, right? That uh, we just kind of want that to to be gone. But when we are able to share our vulnerabilities or the things that we've struggled with, you, you use the word redeemed. And I think you know, God buys it back. That's what that, that word means. And people experience yeah. that, don't they? Yeah. I love that form of uh, talking about people after Christ, that redemption, uh, almost like uh, it was a voucher that was paid for, for your debt. Um, because once that's paid for, if you have zero debt, you've got infinite possibilities in the future. It's a blank slate and God will use that. Um, that's why I love using redeemed for that. And uh, the Pavey family from ICANN, that, that's a perfect example of redemption that happened. Yeah. And uh, they, they live it out. And the, the parents in the story, so I want to come back to that just briefly because I want people to hear that too. It's a very, it's a great story about this young woman and what she was able to accomplish, but the parents dealt with with so much. Did they, were they Christians already and sort of uh, not sure, or did they come to Christ later? What's the story? They would tell you that they, uh, the dad grew up uh, going to church, uh, some uh, quite a bit. The mom did not go to church very much. Mm. Um, they were not following Christ at the time of Caitlin's uh, conception and they were both married to other people. Uh, so they, they found out she was pregnant and they divorced their spouses. Um, and then they didn't even get married for a couple more years after Caitlin was born. And then they had this radical transformation in their life through Christ. And got to see what he did through their daughter that they thought was a mistake. Um, and now the whole family is uh, firm believers. And uh, the dad teaches a Bible study with me every Wednesday night. No kidding. You know, it's uh, yeah. and I think people need to hear that, too, because it doesn't justify what happened before. I, I think people need to know we're not saying that, that you know, what happened before was wrong, should not have occurred. But it's not the end of the road. And God will take what we have done and turn it into something good if we the sin isn't good but the the uh result of it god can redeem us it's that word again buy back mm-hmm. and uh it's a wonderful story does the movie cover that a lot yeah I, the 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 hook of the movie is obviously there's a one-arm softball player that was a phenomenal athlete yeah uh, the meat the meat of the story though is really kind of a deep dive into guilt and and shame and um with repentance how god redeems yeah you're listening to the Pastor Scott Show. My guest is uh, Tyler Sansom. He is the director of a new movie, I Can, and it comes out September 22nd. And uh, I just want to recover before we, we finish here then what uh, what people can do to learn about this movie. The website is ICANMovie.info, and that's correct? Yep, ICANMovie.info. You can get all of the theaters and showtimes on there. Uh, they're being added onto constantly. Um, right. It's, it's a... It's a slow process, but there's a lot, a lot more coming, and you can also pay it forward and help um, a kid who needs to hear that they can overcome. 
and people who uh, just might have joined us, what Pay It Forward is for this film is that you can go on the website and, and you can buy tickets, obviously, for yourself or at the theater, but you can also buy tickets through the website that they will give to other kids through an organization, foster kids, kids with disabilities, kids who will be inspired by this movie. And uh, you're working with the Christian Alliance for Orphans and uh, who the profits are going to go to them and some other Christian charities. There's just so much to this movie. So I want you to check it out, ICANMovie.info, ICANMovie.info. Tyler, anything else you want to add uh, before we go? Just 100% of, uh, of our funds are being given away, and at least a portion of every ticket that's sold is going to help someone. I don't know who it will be yet, but I'm excited to, to learn those names and hear those stories someday with your help. So yep. thanks in advance. I think that's really great. So I want to encourage you, if you've got to social media, we put it on our social media, at Pastor Scott Show. We'll be putting it on Instagram later. It's on the Twitter machine now. And uh, you can put it on there and just let people know, hey, this is something. And I want you to go see the movie on uh, September 22nd. Tyler, thanks for joining us today on the Pastor Scott Show. And uh, can I pray about this movie and the ministry that you got here? Absolutely. Before I would love that. All right. God, I thank you for what you're doing. And, and Lord, we don't know all the things that you have in mind here, but we know that this year um, you are doing some great work through people who've made these films. And so we, we pray for this movie that it would be something that blesses the lives of people who go, that they would be inspired, that they would learn about forgiveness and redemption, and that people would be inspired also who are are struggling with past sins or struggling with disabilities, all of those things will be uh, that will be done successfully with this movie, however you define that, God. And, and God, also for all the kids who are going to get to go see this movie who otherwise wouldn't because of the Pay It Forward program, God, I pray that you would bless that and bless those kids and show them the love of Jesus Christ through all of this. I, I thank you for Tyler and his ministry. We ask your blessing upon him. In Jesus' name, amen. Tyler Sam's, uh, Sansom. Is that how, am I saying it right? Sansom. Yeah. Right. Yep, that's right. All right. Good. I should have asked you that beforehand, you know, but uh, <laughs> good that I got it right. Tyler, it's great to uh, to have you on the show, and uh, we'll catch up later on and see how it's going in a few weeks. All right? Sounds good. Thank right. you. God bless you. Thanks for being on the Pastor Scott Show. All right. Uh, I can movie. I'm excited about uh, this movie. comes out uh, September 22nd, so uh, we'll put that on our socials, and uh, we'll follow up with that. This is the Pastor Scott Show. When we come back, Open Line Friday, we'll talk about whatever it is you'd like to talk about. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. We'll be back as the Friday edition of the Pastor Scott Show continues. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show. A new lawsuit arguing Burger King's famous Whopper isn't as whopping as it should be. A judge rejected the fast food giant's attempts to dismiss a false advertising case. The people suing claim that Burger King enlarges its Whopper burger in advertisements and on your menu boards to appear twice as big and serves a patty that is 35% smaller than the ones that were promised that we see in photos. Welcome back to the Pastor Scott Show. Today's Open Line Friday. talk about whatever it is you'd like to talk about. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. Burger King's getting 
sued because apparently the the biggest whopper is the size of the whopper on the uh, screen there. We talked about that at the end of the show yesterday, and you know people had a lot of thoughts about this. Do you think we should be suing because the uh, burger looks different? Uh, it certainly does. This is a weird thing in our society that we're doing that. Uh, we'll, maybe we'll talk about that. If you've got a thought about that, 888-528-2557. Does it bother you? You know, is it something that when you go out to eat and you get that burger and it doesn't look like the picture on the screen, do you have an expectation that it's going to look like that? I'm, I'm just curious. Do you like get it and go, oh, it doesn't look like that? I don't know. 888-528-2557. It is Open Line Friday, so we'll take your calls about anything that you want to talk about today. That's what we do on Friday. You can change the subject, Bible question, question about something in the news, something in the culture, 888-528-2557. Jeff in Woodland Hills, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Actually, Laguna Hills. Oh, Laguna Hills. Big difference there. Yes, sir. Yeah. How is, how's the weather out there in Laguna Hills today? Well, it's pleasantly cool, and it's a little cloudy, and so it's a welcome uh, drop in the temperature here. Yeah, we get a little break. That's nice. All right, what's on your Most mind today, us, Jeff? I'm sure. Well, hey, you know, the, I read The Harbinger by Jonathan Kahn. I read his recent book, uh, The Return of the Gods, and it just... It's fascinating, fascinating, uh, as far as I, I'm concerned. Uh, but, you know, like all things, I just want to make sure that, uh, he, he, you know, he's legit and biblical, and, it's, you know, it's biblical. And so I just was wondering if you had any insight into, uh, you know, the book or Jonathan Kahn himself that, you know, might raise a red flag or two. Yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm familiar with those books, but I've not read them. So I can't mm-hmm. comment, you know, specifically on those books, but they have to do with um, the idea of ancient mysteries, maybe in the Bible or in ancient societies that are predicting things today, or that, that is that correct? Would that be a way of describing kind of basically, what those books yes. are about, basically? Yes. You know, mm-hmm. what I would say is, since I, I haven't read it, so I can't say, you know, yay or nay, you know, on those books, but what I would say is, you know, we don't have to worry ultimately about all of that because the it would be interesting if something like that is true but what we actually have is the scriptures that has the book of revelation plus in the old testament there's actually more about the second coming of christ than the first in those prophecies so we have Mm -hmm. prophecies that we believe are the word of god and when you study your old testament in particular you find out that that world history and the different kingdoms that are of the world, Babylon and Persia, and the different kings that are real kings, they do interact. They do uh, they do connect, right? And the stories, mm-hmm. they're not always the, the same version, right? So the Hezekiah version of what happened when Sennacherib attacked him, and Hezekiah wins that battle because of Sennacherib's, and I'm getting in the weeds historically, okay, but uh, mm-hmm. Sennacherib's people all die. Sennacherib wrote about that too. He didn't write about how all his people died. What he said is, we just decided not to go in, right? <laughs> they don't really contradict, but you can always see the, you, what it sure. actually does is confirm the biblical version, right? So you would have to choose what you believe, but it makes sense that Sennacherib would not like the embarrassment of losing this battle against the uh, Jerusalem. So, Mm -hmm. you know, those things are interesting. I think they're fabulous. Uh, You know, historically, they confirm our faith. I think when you study the Bible and you study what happens in ancient times, it it is very confirming. But you also have to realize that sometimes there's so many things that we don't know. And the point, ultimately, 
of what's coming in the future is that Jesus is going to win. And we don't really Amen. need any, we don't need anything extra, you know, for that, if you know what I mean, right? So sure. what, I, what I would be careful about all of that is that if, as exciting as it is that historical finds um, back up and verify and uh, help, you know, ground scripture into, you know, people don't realize there's so much history there. It's not a, it's not just a, a fanciful, you know, religious fluffy book. It's mm-hmm. very helpful, but as a Christian, we don't need it. We just need the Word of God, and we have right. to be careful. I think the mistake that people make, uh, Jeff, is that we start to treat what these writers say as the same as Scripture, and then when those writers turn out to be wrong because of a prediction, it it causes us a little trouble or trouble to people that we've shared with. So that would be my thought is be really careful. It's These are interesting ideas, but we don't need them. Uh, mm-hmm. What we need is the scripture, um, right? And so I would hope that any book like this drives you to the scriptures, and that you make sure that you know you can differentiate between what somebody's theories are about the end time versus what actually is written down in the scriptures. And sure. so, without reading the book, you know, I would just make sure that that you also know that most people's speculations about that have turned out to be wrong over 2,000 years of Christian writing, okay? You know, <laughs> yeah. The only one that's going to be right eventually is uh, what the Scriptures have to say. So I think you can trust that, and in the meantime, our job is to uh, let other people know about the saving grace of Jesus Christ and to grow in you our bet. faith. I hope you that bet. helps you. That's, uh, that's my thought. Yeah. Good thought. Good answer, Scott. All right, Jeff. Thanks for your call, and uh, enjoy your day uh, in uh, Laguna Laguna Hills, a beautiful place. Uh, Carla in Chino, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. And uh, we were talking about Burger King and how they're getting sued over the uh, the size of the Whoppers. What do you think about this, Carla? Well, the thing is that if they're going to sue Burger King, first of all, I don't eat fast food. But if you're going to, the only thing that I do, I do Chipotle. And all the restaurants, all the portions, uh, everything got smaller after that pandemic. You know, oh, that's that's definitely true. Oh, things are way smaller. Even oh yeah, yes, that and also the way they want to shove uh, satanic cultures and you know, like satanic and religious and things that are not. Uh, Bible, Bible verse, you know, like Bible principles and stuff. They want, they, they seems like the devil got loose and oh. we got to put him back in the cage. Yeah, the, the fast <laughs> food companies like aren't doing that. They're just uh, selling you stuff that's going to kill you, I guess, already, right? But, Not uh, only that, but have you seen, uh, my husband likes to watch uh, sports. Uh, have you seen the, the, one of the burgers, the 666, whatever? I don't even know who sells them, but. There's, there's Is that Burger King or Carl's Jr.? I, I don't know. Our Carl's Jr. One of those places. Oh, they call it a 666 but, burger? Wait a minute. What is it? Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, you can, I don't know the whole thing because I don't, you know, my husband says, look at the commercial. And I go, what? He goes, look at the burger. It's called the devil something, you know, and it has, it's, it has some 666 numbers. Oh, it is I, like I is found crazy. it. It's called the El Diablo yes. at, at Carl's Jr. Okay, I'm, yes, I'm, yes, yeah, yes. It's a, it's a, yes. But you know what? Jesus rules. He does rule. All right, Carla. That's a, that's wild right there. <laughs> that uh, I, I'm not laughing at it's $6.66. No, you know what worries me about that is just that we make that into a that joke. Is, 
No, it is. That's how that's how they want to shove the, the you know the devil and the satanic satanic things into our homes, into yeah. our lives. Into well, our I think children. they're they're making light of something that really shouldn't be funny, because uh, that's no, a, actually the the you know the beast and the end times. Uh, it's the most serious thing there is. Uh, no, you know, and exactly. Is, yeah. If you believe in Jesus, you know that that's that's not a that's not a joke. Right, Carla. Thank you for your call and calling about that. We're talking about uh, Burger King and how they're getting sued uh, because the picture of the burger on the sign doesn't look like, or on the menu doesn't look like the burger you actually get. Uh, man, you know the LD. I didn't know that was a thing. The LD, and I have to tell you, just on the side here, as somebody who knows too much about fast food menus in general, I am pleased to say I'd never heard of this. That's a good thing. That's like a victory. That's a personal victory for me that I don't know all the things on the menu at, at uh, Carl Jr. Carl Karcher, by the way, who loved Jesus, uh, I got my picture with him somewhere. He came to my college one time, and they threw stuff at him, but uh, we enjoyed having him there. He would be rolling over. There's no way he'd go for that. There's there's no way. So I guess that's there. Six dollar. You know, Carl Jr. had a, a $6 burger. Of course, it's probably $8 now. Um, that's a wild thing. What do you think about, uh, you know, just the, the expectations of people? It, it worries me about, uh, you know, the 666 thing. It's just a, it's just a serious thing that, um, we shouldn't joke about. Um, that Burger King thing, it reminds me of a movie. Did you ever see the movie Falling Down with, uh, Michael Douglas? And he's a guy who, uh, he goes kind of crazy and, uh, it has one of the best movie lines I think of any movie at the end. He says, am I the bad guy? <laughs> yeah, Robert Duvall's in it. Well, there's a scene in it where he he kind of goes across the uh, country dealing with, or across, the, across Los Angeles. He goes across L.A., gets out of the car in a freeway traffic jam, walks across L.A., and he confronts a lot of our social ills in different ways. So people are kind of cheering for him, but actually has a very nefarious thing that he's going to do. But one of the things he does is he goes and he shoots up a fast food restaurant. It's called the Whammy Burger, you know, fictional place. And one of the reasons he goes crazy is because he gets the hamburger and it looks awful. And like, there's this great picture of the Whammy Burger on the screen. Then he gets it. This is what he says whenever he picks up his Whammy Burger. See, this is what I'm talking about. Turn around, look at that. You see what I mean? It's it's plump, it's juicy, it's three inches thick. Now, look at this sorry, miserable, squashed thing. <laughs> he holds up the hamburger, and uh, it does look pretty sorry. I guess that is a thing. You know, she mentioned our last caller, caller. By the way, the number is 888-528-2557. If you want to join the conversation, 888-528-2557. What other things have gotten smaller, you've noticed? meaning that she talked about how the burgers have gotten smaller, and this happened over the COVID. This is how a lot of companies are dealing with inflation. So rather than raise the price real high, you can you can sell less for the same amount. You got anything that you've noticed has changed in size when maybe the price is the same or maybe it's gone up a little bit, but you're also getting less? I've got a great example of that. I'll share that with you and take your calls at 888-528-2557 when the Pastor Scott Show continues. Uh, check us out on the social media. Look at at Pastor Scott Show, Twitter and Instagram, and give us a follow. We'll talk. We'll see you in a few minutes. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show. 
what Burger King is going to have to demonstrate essentially is that uh, there is no way that these people were actually misled. Uh, and I'm sure that they will write in their briefs that, uh, you know, their sandwiches are great and that they are uh, large. Uh, and it's just that they're, you know, maybe not quite as vivid as they are uh, on your, you know, giant TV at home uh, or on these billboards. But I don't think realistically this is going to do very much to alter their advertising practices. When I described this lawsuit to my girlfriend yesterday, she said, well, haven't people basically been saying that for like years Forever. about all fast food products? Yes. Which the answer is yes. Welcome back to the Pastor Scott Show. And uh, one of the subjects today is that Burger King is getting, being sued because uh, people think that their uh, advertising doesn't match what you actually get, that the Whopper that you see on the menu is not doesn't look like or not even the same size as the Whopper you get. Uh, I'm curious, do you really think that matters? Like, are we... Like, I think it matters. I'm not saying it's good, but are we is are we new to this? Seems like that's always been the case. 888-528-2557. Plus, this is Open Line Friday. We'll talk about whatever it is you'd like to talk about, so you can call and change the subject about anything you'd like. 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. Before the break, I... I suggested that maybe you'd call and tell us about things that you've discovered are smaller now but cost more or cost the same, but they just shrunk the size of it. A coffee shop that I go to regularly did this recently, and I'm not kidding. They The coffee doubled in price, or the coffee went up 25 cents, in, or 25%. 25% in price, it went up. But the size of the cup went down 25%. So I'm paying 25% more for a a cup that is now 25% smaller than it was. That's how a lot of companies are having to deal with inflation. The price goes up, product gets smaller. Uh, Burger King uh, is uh, being accused of that, and it's probably uh, true. I'm not sure that we should be surprised by that. 888-528-2557. Have you noticed that? Uh, with something else, Edward in L.A., welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Yeah, hi, Pastor Scott. Um, you bring up a great point. Um, I think there's a, a three-part prong to this problem and solution. I know you mentioned that uh, suing sounds a little bit out of control and it just turns into me versus everybody else. But um, I think people like people don't have that problem in and out. People don't have that problem. Other restaurants that obviously provide a good product. But when you come to, let's say, for example, in my case, Carl's Jr., when you get a Western bacon cheeseburger and it shows the big onion rings falling out the side, and then you get it as one little tiny onion ring or maybe even two tiny ones. And you're looking at it like, okay, this is really off. Like, and you feel entitled, like, okay, I paid $15, $16 for something. I would at least like $12 of that to be real, substantial. Mm. And I think the simple solution is what I've done in the past, you know, knowing that you can just say, hey, can I get a couple extra onion rings? And they happily do it. They just wait for you to ask. And I think suing is kind of crazy, but asking and being humble and and just saying hey can you can you help me out i i would like to get this or you know what i i'm not if they don't want to do it just say i'll just get my money back and they're happy to do that too so there's there's solutions you know that's such a better solution and i you can you can go up and say hey this onion ring is pretty terrible can i have another one and they'll they'll let you do that i think it's all right to do that i'm not sure what the you know other than the cost of your burger i'm not sure what you're suing for anyway what damages do you have um, you know, have you suffered, you know, because uh, it doesn't look like the picture where you got one lousy on- onion ring when you're supposed to have big ones, you know, uh, uh, Edward, though, thank you for that. That's actually great advice because people, 
I mean, there are videos online, right, of people who call 911 because they messed up their order in the drive-thru. That's the culture we live in today. You know what? You messed up my order. I'm going to call the cops. It's crazy. 888-528-2557. Ricky, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Pastor Scott, God bless you. How are you, sir? Thank you, Ricky. Uh, I met you uh, several, several years ago through Ray Comfort. Um, I'm a pastor who pastors here in Los Angeles. You mentioned something that kind of, kind of really shocked me because I've been dealing with this recently. You asked the question if we've noticed anything else that has changed or got smaller. Yeah. Well, the gospel. Ah. See, as a, as a pastor, you're you're automatically thinking sermon illustration. You're going to take the the Burger King mess right into a relevant sermon illustration for us. Good job, Ricky. <laughs> what do you when you say the gospel has gotten smaller? What does that mean to you? Well, we've been talking about this for years. That there's people who has it their way and do it their way when it comes to the gospel, mm. and. It just kind of connected for me when you mentioned all of this, because today, the gospel that's being taught, the gospel that's being preached, is a very different gospel from what the Bible teaches us. You don't hear any more repentance. You don't hear anybody mentioning that a person has broken the law of God. None of these things are even brought into the gospel anymore. And it's gotten very small. It's gotten very shortened. You know, it's, it's, yeah, it's something worth mentioning. Because, you know, to be fair, there's a lot of pastors and churches who are bringing the gospel straight forward and they're doing a great job. But your point, I think, is real in the culture is that the gospel has turned into how can Jesus help you financially or help you feel better about yourself and not about repentance and victory over death and salvation. And uh, you're correct, I think, in saying that we've, we've made the gospel a lot less than what it is, and that has to be fixed in our culture. We're seeing, and from what I've been just seeing within... Um, it's basically a love you message, and there is no more. Yeah. Of anything else than, hey, will you accept Jesus? He loves you. And this is great because we know that we serve a God who loves. Yeah. I was listening to a, a program this morning, and uh, Pastor Ricky, thanks for calling the Pastor Scott Show today. I was listening to a program this morning where they were addressing. Uh, why people leave churches, and one of them, Pastor, is that they don't understand the gospel, that when they interview them, that a lot of people who have left the church, they don't really understand what the church is for, and they might have been in the church a long time, and they never got it. And that is exactly, I think, what you're talking about. And uh, this is a great analogy, right, that uh, we're talking about the Burger King and the Whopper, and the we're not selling, we're not showing the gospel for what it is. Um, and the you know, what Jesus has done for us, everybody, it's everything. It's salvation. It's a wonderful thing. 888-528-2557. Let me see if I can get a couple more calls here before the break. Uh, Vicki in Burbank, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, Pastor Scott. This is Vicki. 
I think uh, I understand the um, issue about wanting to sue for the Burger King um, being smaller, um, but I'm not sure how justifiable it is <laughs> just because if they're going to sue Burger King, they might as well sue the potato chip company because the chip company has been doing that forever. I used to say, we're paying for air. Oh, they're, yeah. they're putting less in the chips. We're paying for the air. And so I'm think, I guess morally uh, they're cheating us, but I don't think it's a law of the land that they can't do that. So I guess, I'm, I'm supposing that if they're going to sue for that, they're going to have to sue for a whole lot of other things as well. And you know, normally <laughs> if you're going to sue, you have to have, if you want financial you know, payment. I'm not. I just don't get it. What am I? Other than the uh, six dollars, you know, what am I out here? And in fact, I'm not even out. I right. got the sandwich. It probably tastes fine. You know, right? It just doesn't look that good. But is that maybe that's because it just doesn't look that good on my Instagram? And if I or my, or take a picture of my food, it just doesn't it, look that good. Right. You know. Right. Or it could be because there's false advertisement is what they might be trying to. And say. that's what they're trying to get at, actually. That's false advertisement. Vicky, thanks for calling the Pastor Scott Show. Eric and Carson, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hey, how are you doing today? I'm doing fine, Eric. I'm calling about the uh, shrinkflation that you're talking about. Yeah, things are smaller and they cost more. <laughs> what have you thought? Yeah, what have you noticed? What do we have for it? Uh, what I've noticed is ice cream. I used to buy five quart buckets for somewhere between four and five dollars, and now they're seven or eight dollars, oh, yeah. and I, they're only four quarts. I noticed that the other day myself. I totally noticed that. I was holding this ice cream thing. And I'm like, wait a minute, this used to be a lot bigger. <laughs> and the two quart part, uh, cardboard containers that we used to get, yeah, now they're a quart and a half, and instead of being two dollars, they're three dollars at least. Yep. Yep, that's uh, that's so, what's happening. So, uh, you know, I don't know how much smaller it's going to be. You should go grab, like, a box of cereal and see how thin that box is. It's the same height it used to be, but it's so thin <laughs> that if you took, like, a dime and put it on the edge of it, it's almost that uh, wide there. Uh, thanks. Yeah, thanks. I've noticed that, too. Yeah, that's a big and, one. Thanks, Eric, for calling. I want to try to get one more call here. Anna, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Just a few seconds. Oh, hi, hi, hi. Yeah, I'm 80 years old, and I remember that they had, like, a law that said false advertising. And people would always, you know, like, get in trouble for that, wishing bait thing. And, you know, you had advertise something, and when you get there, it's something else. Anyway, you know, different thing, and yeah. it's not as good. Anyway, so I, I get upset. If I if I see a nice hamburger, I, w- I want that big hamburger, you know? Yeah. I mean, if I, even if I have to pay a little more for it, but I don't think it's good for them to be saying, oh, you're going to get this thing, and you, you get it because you're hungry, and you think that'll be good, and you get this little yep. nothing thing, you know, and it doesn't taste as good. So. Yep, that's, <laughs> what, that's what's happening. Anna, thanks for calling, and uh, it still tastes pretty good, but you get a little bit less. All right, I got to take a break here. We'll get to hour two. By the way, I was in a coffee shop today where there was a full-on brawl. I felt like I was a cowboy in the Old West. I'm going to tell you about that in the next hour as the Pastor Scott Show uh, keeps moving on. You can watch us at KKLA.com. You can watch the Pastor Scott Show on KKLA.com. You can get the podcast wherever you get uh, your podcast. Just look for Pastor Scott Show. Click subscribe. You can follow us on social media right now. Pastor Scott Show at Pastor Scott Show. We'll be back as the Friday edition continues with Open Line Friday. We'll be right back. 
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.